coming to you straight from the street. This is the Dish Doc EM Podcast, bringing you emergency medical education for paramedics, nurses, and EMTs. Here's your host, Owen Wood. Hey guys, what's going on? Owen here with episode one of the Dish Doc EM Podcast. For episode one, I wanted to talk with y'all about something that you can do that is so simple, yet can have great effects on improving your patient outcomes. In order to do this, I want you to imagine a scenario. I want you to imagine that you're on shift one afternoon when you and your partner get dispatched to a 50-year-old gentleman who's complaining of heart problems. You arrive at the residence, go inside, and you find the gentleman sitting in his living room in a recliner. He's more embarrassed looking than anything else. And you begin to talk with him. He tells you that it feels like his heart is just racing right out of his chest. So you go ahead and you check a radial pulse and you realize that his heart rate is way too fast. So you apply your monitor while your partner gathers some baseline vital signs and you see that this gentleman has a heart rate of 220 beats a minute. The complexes are narrow and they appear regular from what you can tell. So you think back to those ACLS algorithms that you were taught and you know that the first step is going to be try some vagal maneuvers. So you tell the gentleman, sir, your heart rate is kind of fast right now, so I want to try something to slow it down. He acknowledges and you tell him, what I want you to do is bear down like you're trying to have a bowel movement. So he says he understands and he tries, but he doesn't really try. Let's think about it. This guy's already embarrassed that he had to call EMS out to his house in the first place. This guy is 50 years old, he's never had a health problem, never missed a day of work, doesn't even take any medication other than a multivitamin every day. So he's embarrassed enough. The last thing he wants to do is actually have a bowel movement right here in his living room in front of you and your partner. So he doesn't really try. He sort of tries, but not really. So just as you suspect, it doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. His rhythm is still kicking right away at 220 beats a minute. And you know that you've got to get this rate down. Because even though this guy is in pretty good health, we can't have his heart rate going at 220 beats a minute for very long. It's just going to get tired. So we need to slow it down. But before you break out that adenosine, I want you to try something else. I want you to go in your bag, grab a 10cc syringe, and you're going to tell this gentleman, sir, I want you to go ahead and blow into this syringe for 15 seconds. And what I want you to try and do for that 15 seconds is try to push the plunger out of the end of this syringe. For those 15 seconds, though, I need you to give maximum effort. If you don't get it all the way blown out, that's okay but I really want you to try and get as far as you can, 15 seconds of maximum effort. When you're done with that, me and my partner are gonna lay you back all the way in this recliner and then we're gonna lift your legs up to about 45 degrees. I think that this might actually help slow your heart rate down. So he might look at you kind of funny, but he wants to get his heart rate slowed down, so he's willing to try. So you give the gentleman the syringe and you tell him go. He starts blowing. 
You're coaching him the whole time. Come on, you got to blow just a little bit harder. You're doing good. Push the end of that plunger out as hard as you can. you got only 10 more seconds. Okay, you got only five more seconds. Keep going, keep going as hard as you can. Just coaching him the whole time. At the end of that 15 seconds, you lay him back in the recliner, and then you lift his legs up with your partner. And when you look at the monitor, his heart rate has slowed down to 102 beats a minute. Now, does this actually work? As a matter of fact, it does. This comes from a study published in The Lancet back in 2015, commonly known as the Revert Trial. If you check out the show notes, I've dropped a link there. In the Revert Trial, they compared the standard Valsalva maneuver against the Valsalva maneuver with postural modification. What they found was that the standard Valsalva maneuver converted about 17% of patients out of SVT. When they applied the Valsalva maneuver with postural modification, they saw that number rise to 43%. 43% of patients converted out of SVT simply by applying the postural modification following Valsalva maneuver. Now this is a huge deal for EMS. The fact that we've got a method that we can successfully cardiovert patients out of SVT twice as much if not more than we were with the old standard Valsalva maneuver. Also in the show notes, I've dropped a video that shows exactly how they conducted the techniques they used in the revert trial. I highly encourage you to check out the study for yourself, watch the video so you can see the techniques firsthand, and then start applying these today. These techniques could make the difference between your patient having a comfortable ride to the ED or riding the adenis in there. Well, that's all for episode one. I really want to thank you for listening. And please take a moment to rate the podcast in iTunes. Every single rating helps a lot, and I would really appreciate it. Don't forget to head over to ditchdocem.com to check out the show notes. And if you'd like, leave me a comment and let me know what you thought of the show. If you liked it, let me know. Or if you thought it sucked, let me know that too. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode where we're going to talk about heat injuries. The content of the Ditch.EM podcast is based on evidence, fact, and the recommendations of credible sources. Always refer to the protocols and guidelines established by your institution. The views expressed are those of Owen Wood and Ditch.EM in their entirety.